Do not mess with me on that. Hmm. Yeah, when I'm going turkey, I almost always go smoked turkey. Yeah, I mean, it just tastes wet. <laughs> you know, like the, the turkey itself, I'm just like, hey, not enough flavor here. That's kind of how I feel about the just the standard boiled ham. I just feel like that is a nothing that, oh, that's that shouldn't a, exist. That's a, that, uh, anyone who gets a ham sandwich. You gotta like take a uh, little second look. You, yeah. Like if I'm with somebody, I'm like, hey, let's go out. I know a great sandwich place. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and I tell you, like, oh, man, they make a great uh, club sandwich. They, they uh, The Cuban's pretty good. Even French dips, you know, and I'm naming, like, the primo sandwiches to get. And they're like, oh, ham sandwich. I go, like, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Ham sandwich. Who wants a wet sandwich? It just tastes like cold sadness. Progresso has the, the faces to keep your man hungry, bro. <laughs> Yeah, Progresso. We Remember have they, the lips. <laughs> Remember when they were trying to do that? Like Progresso was trying to be like, "There's big chunky soups for men." <laughs> just like, I mean, it's a soup. You can't, you can't make chicken noodle any more manlier. Like, we got whole stocks of carrots. All right. <laughs> great, great. You've been eating that wimpy soup for all this time. Guess what, asshole. <laughs> This is the soup that will put some hair on your chest, you little piece of shit. <laughs> Whoa, Progresso. Not very Progresso, Progresso. Jeez, Progresso. Jesus. What are you, who are you? What is, the, what is this attitude? Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh, yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. Hello, friends, and welcome back. It's great to have you. Listen, I know we've been in superhero land forever, so today we're going back to our roots in more ways than one, because today we're ranking the absolute best top 10 80s TV theme songs in the live-action category, uh, of course. I'm Forrest, and I am joined as always by John, and there's just too much list for punny names. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Oh, Lord. Lord, like if I was to take my list of 37, I think I ended up with originally, mm-hmm. and broke them all out, like we'd have Wordle answers for months. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's still a thing. People Is are still it? doing that, right? Uh, I stopped. Yeah, and no, I, I gave Started up once to be- it. <laughs> Once, once it what? went to once it went to the post, I was like, nah, I'm good, thanks though. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, to me it started to become like work. Like when yeah. I when I would miss it, I would feel like legitimately guilty, and I was like, wait a minute, this is bad. This is not a value add to my life, and so I'm taking a break. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Well, like I said, once it went to the New York Post, I was like, yeah, man, you got too traditional, too commercial again. I think okay, it went to the New York Times, just FYI. Just Whatever, I don't sure. care. It's some paper. <laughs> it's, to be fair, New York Times makes way more sense than you made it. Need I remind you, 
I had COVID, so my brain yeah. is still uh, doing things. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. They say those those uh, those uh, side effects may persist for a while. So I mean, you get a you get a break. I'd say. Yes. Woo-hoo. In confidence <laughs> due to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and cocaine. I mean, mm. um, but uh, that is John don't make enough money to afford cocaine. Come oh. on. Tell me about it. I've never right. even seen it in real life. What do you think it looks like, flower? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, that that actually also explains why. You know, I think the the public must be clamoring. They must say, "Where? When are the the pop saga boys? When are they going to give us their thoughts on Doctor Strange?" And guess what? We can't. The yeah. multiverse of madness. We're gonna say mum about it for now because i've seen it but if you were no one is tuning into this podcast just to listen to me so well maybe i could just sit there and you just record it be a one-man podcast and then this is what happened and no. then he went to the multiverse of madness oh how did you i thought you said you didn't see it I've just taken an educated guess oh wow well i mean i don't know i guess well, there you go you don't yeah. really need a, sh- a whole show dedicated to you because you just got the recap right there. So I there guess that's go. fine. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Done and dusted. We won't ever talk about it again. Perfect. Perfect. Um, you know, this is not an episode of a of Fizzy Friends, but I have a little. I've got a little beef that I need to air. I think before we get into our list. <laughs> go, brother. Go. Do you want me to play the Fizzy fr- Friends theme or is no. your beef? <laughs> no, that's okay. You sure? It's just, it's just a single beef. I don't know. I, uh, I think uh, okay, well, hold on. Here come the fizzy friends. Bubbly bodies, the fun never ends. There you go. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, that is truly all you need. But uh, so so we, we were all, you know, uh, on our pins and needles on the edges of our seat when Coke released its exciting new flavor based on space called starlight yeah. and starlight I, that's right we i think we both we've both tasted it at this point we mm-hmm. both gave our thoughts about it at length uh but there's a new there's a brand new coke on the block and they're doing another like limited edition flavor and after that whole starlight experience i am in they have me hooked and so this new flavor is called mm-hmm. like bite or something b-y-t-e or uh. pixel or some shit uh, apparently it's based on, you know, digital games and technology and oh, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Right? I'm, now right? I'm listening. Now, yeah. exactly. It's got you hooked. And so I ran out. Of course, I, I heard this. I was like, it's like, oh, it's coming out tomorrow. And of course, I was at the store. I went to three different stores. I went to Safeway. I went to QFC. I went to Target. Not a single can to be found. Hmm. And uh, I was perplexed. Coke, it seems like they are usually on the ball. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, there's those supply chain issues going on. And I thought, you know, maybe this is like, because I couldn't find uh, Pepsi Nitro forever. But uh, I still haven't been able to find it. I found, I saw one can, but it wasn't diet. And so I'm not doing that full sugar stuff. I, hear, I, I, hear I also you. don't like I also don't like Pepsi. So that's a. Uh, that's it's a you know it it needs to be the price needs to be right. I want to like buy like a single can if anything. But anyway, mm. uh, 
And so I come to find out after researching online, looking, where is this? Where can I buy this Coca-Cola? Mm-hmm. It is a super limited thing. And they are, you can only buy it, like register and have it shipped to you on like a proprietary website through Coca-Cola. And I have to say, bad move, guys. Bad move, uh, folks, I should say. Because uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Order mail. I'm not going to have you mail me a six-pack of this flavor I don't know anything about. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Uh, that's just too much effort. You're no. really overvaluing your soda, my friend. Yeah, like, I'm surprised you weren't like, when you order it, not only will send you a six-pack, but you'll also get an NFT of the soda. I was, you know, to be honest, that's what I was expecting. When you had to go on and, like, scan a, a friggin' QR code, I thought for sure that you would also be getting some sort of, like, here's a special and a numbered can of Coke designed by artist blah, 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 who did not get compensated properly. Here <laughs> we paid this five artists five bucks <laughs> to make a thousand variations of this one picture of Coke, and you get a special non-fungible. Uh, we so... call ours NFSs, non-fungible sodas. <laughs> See, <laughs> we call them NFRs. It is non-fungible refreshment. Coca-Cola. Oh. Uh, Register TM. TM. Pop side. We, we got that first. Yeah, we're taking that Coke. You had your yeah. chance. But anyway, I'm not going to, whatever. I'm not, now I'm no longer excited for whatever limited time flavor they're coming out with next. Because, like, what? I mean, I guess that must mean that Starlight really bombed, right? I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, I don't know. It, weirdly, though, I. So I bought it like two times afterwards because I don't listen. I was mixing it with bourbon. Okay. Okay, it was... Johnny. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, and it was, you hey, know, oh. <laughs> it was really good uh, as a mixer. I, I really enjoyed the weird, implacable flavor. I was, or I was, I was enjoying it. And every time, each time I got it, the people at the grocery store are like, oh, what do you think of this? <laughs> As if to say, a, I'm not going to drink this garbage. <laughs> have you tried it, sir? I may want to save you a uh, save you a purchase because I don't I don't think you know what you're getting yourself into. You realize it tastes like a campfire and a marshmallow, but not the good parts of either. It just um, tastes like the burnt the burnt yeah. part, you know, the, <laughs> the part where you just like. Daryl, you're never in charge of s'mores again. Yep. Yay. It's also a striking color. It's like I was not. Exp- I was like, wow, this is a this is a very intense, angry red. And and you know they could just make it look like Coke. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's just clear, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why like Crystal Clear Pepsi was so popular. It was like, how do they do that? It's like not a one- mistake at all. Not a mistake <laughs> at all. Yeah, no, no. They know how to make it look from like a window cleaner to drain cleaner or soda in that case. Yeah, they know how they have the technology. But I, I'm I'm really surprised in, in Coke's instance that they're they're, they're kind of going this route. Yeah, what is with this exclusivity? Like every the thing is like everything that I think is cool and might actually want in the world right now that I can afford to purchase is just like always in short supply. 
It's not easy to get anything. Why would you do this to me, Coke? I was I was there for... I bought three uh, mini 12-packs of Coke Starlight. Do you think anybody else in the world has done that? No! They're, they, I, they're stuck in the shelves. <laughs> they can't give those things away. I, I can guarantee someone was sitting there going like... They're flying off the shelf. We sold three up in the Pacific Northwest. They love it. <laughs> I'm driving your whole Starlight business. And, and you won't give me one of this just garishly colored, weird looking soda can. But now, ah, now I have to admit, I want it even more. <laughs> they really See, they got you. Yep. They got you. They figured it out. They, they got your number. Like, I mean, look, I bought the Coke with coffee in it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I've I tried it. it. I, I was there too. I had their energy drinks. I was just like, this tastes like weirder, you know, Coke. But I had it. I was there. Yeah, we were. We supported you all the way. And and, and all I want is whatever you think digital flavor tastes like. <laughs> you little, listen, listen, okay. Give me that flavor. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> there will be bite. And it's, oh, wait, this shit is zero sugar? Yeah, yeah. it only comes in the, the zero variety, which is all I drink, even though it's everyone says it's so bad for you. I believed in you, Coke. Damn. You know how much they want for a four-pack? That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to do that. They... Four fucking fifteen dollars, fifteen. Yeah, unless the bite flavor is is filled with money, <laughs> unless I just open it and uh, gold uh, bullion. Uh, I cool get it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lethal weapon two money. You know it. Yeah. Well, I now see what it is. I get it. I get it. You get access to their AR game. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you get one sticker, <clears throat> and somehow that's worth fourteen seventy seven. AR games are—they seem so passe. I don't know. If, I don't. Maybe that's like maybe they're they're in the future thing, and I'm wrong. But my goodness, my goodness. Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, with the obvious exception. There are exceptions to that, of course. Yeah, I'm just so saying a, a corporate-branded <laughs> AR giveaway thing just seems like something that was happening a lot six years ago and it, that you just don't really see anymore. Uh, you, they're actually a lot more. You just don't see them because you don't travel in them circles. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just being dead serious. Like, you mean yeah, like NBA, online Doritos. No, like, I mean, like, you know, sportsmen and, you know, manly activities. People eat TV dinners that are aggressive. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> There's a lot of AR going on in that? I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess to, to kind yeah. of go against my own point, I did use uh, Ikea's AR extension to place their desk in my room <laughs> to see if it would fit. So maybe I'm just, maybe I'm full of, full of garbage, but it, I don't know, but corporate branded stuff really mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. it still big yeah huge huge because everyone like to you you might be like eh. 
But other people, they're like, it's the future. What? So they pointed a they pointed a uh, a QR code, and then like uh, I don't know, Tom Brady Dolphin. appears. Yeah, he's like, hi, I'm Tom Brady. You might remember me from such scandals as deflating my balls. We <laughs> want to walk, and then coming back right afterwards, and quitting, and then saying, "Hey, I want twenty five more million. Inflation has impacted me too. It cost me two hundred dollars to fill up my Maserati. Oh no! But you can sit well, here and play football. Yeah, right. I do too. I like playing Tom Brady. That sounds just like him, as far oh, as I'm I mean, concerned. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like he was in the room with me. It's like, oh, Tom. I will. I will be honest with you. I do not remember what Tom Brady sounds like. He sounds like this. Okay. Well, you know yeah. what? I believe you. Perfect. Perfect. Cut and print. <laughs> yeah. Well, not yet. We got to do the rest of the episode. What? Then I'll cut and print. Yeah. Shit. I know. Okay. Well, I know. here's just to close out this thought. Uh, Coca Cola bite does come with earphones. It looks like, or maybe that's something you buy extra maybe that is something you buy extra either way there are coca-cola bite branded earphones and they are the cheapest things i have ever seen <laughs> oh my god they are what like for you have to see this yeah send them uh, my send them my way i just don't get like i don't know no offense or anything to to anybody out there who surely listens to this but uh uh did the, the design for these headphones, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Just just scroll down, baby. It's base, basically close to the bottom. Oh, yeah. I got them shits out of Mac, Fu- Mac Frugal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at the... Like, wh- what's the rhyme or reason to how those things are, uh, are even cropped? I don't know. I don't know why one is, like, sideways and then the creation one is... The, yeah. Why does like that print I, quality look so bad, too? Yeah, well, that's what you get when you go to the Mac Frugals. Okay, well. <laughs> boy. Okay. Oh, they're, they're scuff-branded headphones. Uh, H1s. Yeah, I guess they got in the headphone ba- business. Mm. Now, I will, uh, an aside to the aside, I do own one scuff controller for my PS4, and that okay. thing is the bee's knees it's the only ps4 it has been my only ps4 controller for the last like four five years Uh uh-huh because of how durable it is but i can't speak to their headphones sorry okay well i mean that does you know that that speaks highly of their uh uh, overall quality i don't know maybe it's this picture it just doesn't it looks very like you had an opportunity to do something that, like, where you integrated the colors that you used, or some of the shape language into the actual design of the earphones, but then it just really feels like a cop out just to print, like, badly cropped versions of what's on the can. I mean, look, I would if someone wants to send me this, I will totally take them, no problem. But I wouldn't go out of my way to buy these. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I guess I'm just bitter because, uh, A, I'm apparently an old fogey who doesn't know about the, the booming world of uh, brand-integrated AR experiences. 
but also that I won't. I just can't. Well, I am unwilling to spend fourteen dollars on this soda. <laughs> that's that's the more telling thing. Like <laughs> I would, and maybe by the end of this, I will. We'll see. Um, just because I don't know. Feel like buying something retail therapy, you know? <laughs> Some questionable soda I've never had. Okay, well, I mean, I'll I'll be interested this if you do end up uh, purchasing it. I'll be interested to hear what the uh, the review is. Will do. But I guess we should get to the the thing we came here to talk about, right? Yes. Because we're back with our ranking episode. Woo! People mm-hmm. love to hear us rank stuff. Uh, John, would you like to give him the refresher on the rules? Yeah, of course. So with any of our ranking episodes, uh, we try to establish a baseline. Uh, one, it's in the title. So the top 10 80s TV theme songs means we will not be covering um, any cartoons or anything that was during that period. Lord knows we don't need that type of pressure on us right now. Sure, uh, yeah. Right? Like, I'm like, where does the gummy bear sit? I don't know. <laughs> Is it above Thundercats? Below Silverhawks? We'll find out. Um, uh, <laughs> well, they are bouncing here and there everywhere. Oh. The gummy berry juice sounds so delicious. It does really sound good. Anyway, See go that or PCP. Uh, <laughs> the other rule is that it can't be from a show that uh, started in the 70s and went into the 80s. Right. So from pretty much from January 1st, 1980 to December 31st, 1989. If the show aired during that time, that's what counts. Okay. We needed that. I needed that rule because if I had to include Barney Miller or WKRP in this, I I would have just lost it. Those How are do you my, decide where those go? Yeah, no, I get I, it. You know, it broke my brain. Um, we're going to go back and forth. Um we do not know each other's list, um, and uh, I guess I'm going to let the cat out of the bag early. Yeah, yeah, why not? For the final, or for our top five, we have little sound clips for them that we will we will play. So the, That's right. So 10 through 6, we'll just kind of talk about it. It'll be our favorites. Maybe, you know, we'll see where we get, but when we go from 5 to 1, we have little snippets for that, which will be real cool. Um, again, we don't know each other's list. This goes the gambit because it was like all of TV during that time. So it's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said earlier, this was one of the hardest lists. I think probably the hardest list I've had to do to date. Yeah. I, ooh, man, just like I was able to pretty quickly parse the list into, what is on the top uh, end of the top 10 and what's on the bottom. And what I'm saying, mm-hmm. top and bottom, I mean like top being one through five and bottom being uh five through 10. Um, and, uh, but then like the, when they came to jockeying around, I'll tell you, you know, it was a, there was like, there were people in, you know, in, in the bullpen uh, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. were, were uh, like, and they got brought up into the the majors oh nice or into the actual game and then there was there was some people who were in the 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 the, the top 
And, oh, they went midday down, precipitously down. It was just like people were trading places all over the place. It was uh, it was a, it was a fun exercise, but a not an easy one. Uh, definitely, I will say this: this is exactly the type of thing I needed after the last couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, I am dead serious. Like the trip, the dopamine high, the nostalgia blanket, just re-listening to some of these themes, just to like test myself. Like, you know, I'd go on YouTube and be like, you know, 25 1980s TV themes. And if I could hear it and go like, oh, that's this one. And I was like, oh man, this is so cool to be able to just to experience again. So exactly what I needed, kind of a clean slate still an inordinate amount of pressure very true but with that being said the rules are laid out play along um if we happen to have one which in this instance i don't think we'll have a one that will match up but if we do uh celebrate with your favorite beverage alcoholic non-alcoholic you do you but celebrate along with this i'm drinking water because uh still getting over that uh old vid thing that's uh, good i am also drinking water because you gotta take you, sometimes you gotta give the the old sauce a break so it still stays a special thing there you go so so join us in a nice lovely shot of h2o unless you're allergic to it no pressure what <laughs> Is that i thing? saw it i saw it on a mori episode once where someone's oh like they're allergic to water i was like how are you alive and they're like they drink that? milk and I was just like, well, I don't know if that's how that works, but I, th- I think there's water in there. Don't tell Maury then. Do you think that that person on Maury was someone, one of the aliens from Signs? Because they were very allergic to water. I mean, I don't want to say nothing, but I think the episode came out around the same time as Signs. <gasps> oh, see, that's right. We just shovel on this episode. <laughs> It's know. a twist. It was it was something, that's for yep. for dang sure. There's a movie. Uh, I, and I didn't like it. Anyway. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, I mean these days science hits a little bit different, uh considering uh the star of that movie. But uh uh anyway, let's uh, Let's not get too far off track. Let's get back to the business. So, uh, do you want uh, what is the, what is tradition, John? Do you remember? Do you go first? You, you normally have me go first. Okay. Well, I see no reason to change what has worked so well in the past. All right. Well, with my number ten. Oh, number by the way, ten. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will be going in descending order. Yeah, that's right. Fantastic to oh my fucking what the fuck barbecue? This is the greatest thing mm-hmm. in the world. And, you know, I really needed, for my number 10, this was tough. I In, in this list, I consider everything a hit. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good point. Yeah, there's nothing in here that I, I'm going to be like, Ugh! I mean, I'll listen to what you got, and I'll probably be like, oh, God, you did like Falcon Crest or something like that. <laughs> I've never seen Falcon <laughs> Crest. So I don't want to spoil anything with. Okay, perfect. But for me... I needed an anchor. What is my number 10? And this show always put a smile on my face because it always taught me there's no place like home. With your family around, you're never alone. I'm My number 10 
is 227. Ooh, another one I haven't seen. <laughs> I love this show. From Marla Gibbs to a young Regina King to Jackie Harry, like Helen Martin, like this was like the comedy about the people in a, a tenement going on little wacky adventures. It was just nice to see, you know, people who look kind of like me having a good time. The theme song is phenomenal. Um, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, it is sung by Marla Gibbs. And um, it's great. Every time I see the number 227, whether it's like on um, shit like an apartment number or like a total comes up to it, I immediately think of the show. I immediately think of the theme song. So, yeah, I'm going uh, 227 is my number 10. Well, it's. I mean, like I said, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like a fantastic choice. Yeah, I mean, it even ends great. It's like, there's no place like home. I mean, no place, child. Ba-doom. Oh, so bad. It's got a baller beat. Maybe we should have done all little stings for each one of them. <laughs> well, oh, well, too late. Right Look it up, 227. <laughs> it's fucking baller. If you hate it, we can fight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, let's, so my number 10... Uh, yep. is uh, to find this one, you need to take a look in a book. It's Reading Rainbow. Oh. That's right. Uh, you can go anywhere when it uh, you're in the uh, Reading Rainbow, uh, hosted by LeVar Burton. Reading Rainbow. That's right. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> it was just, you know, it's if you think about it as a song, maybe it's not necessarily the kind of song you, the music you'd like to listen to, or maybe you do. I don't know. I'm, the, the music is a very subjective thing, and, but uh, it always was just like a, it was like a, some sort of a trumpet sounding that lets you know that magic is about to be stowed upon you because you got to be read, read a little bit of a story. Uh, what a wonderful show that I love so much. And I love the theme song. Uh, and all its crazy animation so oh yeah really nuts like there's that like ben franklin pulling in the boat that's like drawn uh-huh. in and has a wild ass starship and stuff yeah oh yeah. like like mix it like roger rabbit style like mixing live action with uh animation uh and you know i, I just loved like getting a little snippet of a story and then being like and then uh getting that that, that famous line where he's like you don't have to take my word for it um, <laughs> so good hey great number 10 great number 10 yeah but if that's your number 10 what's your number nine looking like uh number nine well number uh, nine you got me thinking about <laughs> number nine number nine is like a show that i used to watch a lot as a kid and i don't now that i look back on it i'm like what did i get from this show and I think oh. I think I know the answer, but uh, my number nine is Perfect Strangers. Murder, 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 murder. You're something to realize. <laughs> you can see me. We're on the back of a car or in a cart, being <laughs> ridden rise. Uh, it's a great it's a great one it's, it's a great a, one it's a bop as the kids i guess are saying it, yeah yeah is it bop i would still 
sure if that's what the kids are saying then it's a bop for me it's a banger that shit like that comes on it's getting me to dance especially like you know i want to do some marceau marceau shit when the wind's blowing in chicago like they are getting blown away and that little fart you know and you're just like balky so cool that's see that's what that that's what i think brought me to that show yeah he's like a he's kind of like more you know, Mork and Mindy, he's like Mork. He's just like a cartoon character, like a real-life cartoon <laughs> and character. And he's just a guy who's not from America. <laughs> I, mean, I, know. I guess if you think about it, it's like, oh, is that? Maybe it's a little bit problematic. But, uh. A little bit. Does he? But does he come from a real place? No, like uh, Balky from Batakamas. So I like, think they just made I up a that, fake. Is that his last name? Is his last name Batakamas, or is he from? I thought I he was from... I don't know. <laughs> it, it, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, so he's from a Mediterranean island called Mipos. Mipos, that's it. It's and his it, name is Balki Batakamas. That's correct. That's it's, correct. I, I mean, when did that show go off the air? Like Cousin 19? Larry! <laughs> did it go off the air like 91 or so? Uh, 90, 1993. Wow. Damn, that stuff. <laughs> eight <laughs> seasons. That's got some... <laughs> what? That's, that's got some... That's some power. Because, I mean, there's a point where they both get married and then they still continue the show. Um, right. But, I mean, Jesus but probably the last time I watched it was the last episode in '93. So, yeah, forgive me if some of my uh... yeah, you are you are 100 forgiven. Uh... All right, perfect. Uh, but let's uh, let's move on to your number nine. What are we looking at for your number nine? So, my number nine was f- pretty much appointment television. Like if it if. The theme song came on, and that's my favorite part about it. Like, if you heard the fucking theme song, you knew you had a minute to get in place before the show started. Uh-huh. And this is what got me in love. It, it is instrumental only. It is There are no lyrics. But it made me want to learn how to be a private investigator. It made me want to learn how to grow a mustache. Uh, drive a Ferrari on the islands of Hawaii. Ooh. I have only done one of those things. Um, the stash, unfortunately. Uh, it was the vehicle <laughs> that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, propelled Tom Selleck into my heart. Magnum P.I. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Great choice. I love that fucking theme song. Now, this one was... T- this was tough. There was another one that is in my honorable mentions, very much like you were talking about, like the bench, which kept flipping back and forth between this and that one. But like when I think about it, I really just love like Magnum PI. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you knew you were in for some fun Hawaii adventures and a cool car when you yeah. heard that theme song. Hell yeah. You're just like, oh, man, they're going to fly around a helicopter. They're going to solve some crimes. And he just looks so good. He made me want to wear Hawaiian shirts. And I do. So there's two things I've learned how to do from this show. <laughs> Grow a mustache and wear Hawaiian shirts. I just Hell wish yeah, I... Hell yeah, Tom Selleck. 
Hell yeah. I just wish I looked as good as he did then or now. Oh, I ever. God, yeah. I wish there was ever. If I had gone through a Selic phase in my life, how lucky would I be? Whatever. I don't even want to Holy shit. Yeah. Do not get me started on having a Selic phase because it's uh, not good. We should all, should we all be so lucky? Uh, but what about your number eight? Well, my number eight definitely did teach me that, um, you know, sometimes you got to take a look because it's in a book. It's a reading rainbow, <laughs> reading rainbow. Nice. For all the reasons why you mentioned it, like LeVar Burton was so lovely as a host, so kind. Watching these kids read helped encouraging me to read as well, even though I might have never, you know, like I, I can't be like, you know what book I learned to read from uh, watching Reading Rainbow? The Iliad. <laughs> or, you know, that's, no, none of that. I couldn't tell you one, but I just love the show so much. I love the message by, you know, through the theme song as well. And it's so simple, but like when I was listening to it, going through this list, it was so easy just to have like those like feelings wash over and everything else you said. I, I love Love, love reading Rainbow. So it had to be on the list. That's so cool. And don't you agree that he, the way he talked about librarians and the library in general, like to me, like definitely made the library seem like it was a much, like a really special place. Like a really, like he imbued like an importance to librarians that, I mean, looking back now, like thinking about how important libraries are and how awesome, like what a service they are to the fact that they exist is so incredible. The fact that he was out there doing a show that was highlighting how cool it was that you could go down to your li local library and, and pick out these exciting books. And he's just basically giving you these little teasers for books is like, I don't feel like any network would ever green light anything like that today. No, they'd be no, no, not whatsoever. They're now, not Grant, trying this is to... PBS, but I mean, so they were public, whatever. But you know what I mean. I think you are you are hundred percent correct in the fact there is a reverence for books that, like, I have, and you know, a respect for them and what they contain and what they can tell you, and that definitely was like, uh, you know, melted in the crucible of reading Rainbow for me. Yeah, yeah, like going to the library or going to my school's library and being able to check out a book or, you know, ask a librarian and just them being like fonts of knowledge too was, you know, there were times, you know, there were times we'd go to like the main like public library here in the city to go get like old articles to read about things that happened here and you know on michael uh, micro phil fish or whatever and we would sit <laughs> yeah, there yeah cool. i used to do all that stuff because it was just like it was accessible and it was a thing to do you know i looked up you know purported ancestors coat of arms and stuff because i had the library to go to and i would have never thought to go there if i didn't have like a reading rainbow for me uh to guide me there yeah so cool and uh a great, uh, a great choice, but you don't have to take our word for it. Ba -dum, ba -dum. Look it up yourself. Uh, so my number eight is kind of on the other end of the spectrum. 
Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of ultraviolence, isn't it? <laughs> it's a clock. It's a clockwork orange. I mean, <laughs> the TV show. The vibe of this intro is pretty much the polar opposite, uh, and the, the content of the show as well. But my it's, number it's eight a, is uh, Beauty and the Beast. No, oh god, no. <laughs> is uh, Miami Vice. Oh man, that, that is a that is a that is a banger. It is that so, is a banger. Like it is so cool, and it like even to this day, like if you look that, like it is, it's got it's electronic, it's got like a really cool driving beat. Uh, you're just like, oh man, I'm gonna put on a sports coat with a like a, a pastel shirt under it, roll the sleeves up, and get out on my cigarette boat. Yeah, no, you you expect me to wear socks with these shoes? Get out of here! What you got, Tubbs? Nothing much, Crockett. How you doing? I don't know, but we're gonna we gotta stop some drug dealers in yep. Miami, <laughs> and maybe let's do some drugs, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, that the it's just such a amazing theme song, and every time I hear it, uh, you don't really get a chance to hear it. But I'll tell you, when I looked it up for this very list, I was like, yes, this rules! I love this. <laughs> This this, this, this this song's pretty good. Yep, that was the one that I was flipping between Magnum PI. Oh it's yeah, Magnum PI and Miami Vice, and I just had to think about it. It was like Magnum's a little bit more wholesome. I think that was it. Miami Vice a little too violent. A little, a little too violent. <laughs> That's fair, I think. But it's like. It is definitely in my honorable name. It's honestly number 11 on my list. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. how close it was. So, the great choice. Great choice. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Well, let's slide right. You know, speaking of uh, flying across the water on your cigarette boat, Uh-oh. guess what's something else that f- uh, flies? That's right. Helicopters. And what was the coolest helicopter-based show in the 80s? Maybe Blue the Thunder. only one. Was that that was a movie? Yeah, close enough. Yeah, well, it was a very cool movie. I'm just talking TV shows, and I am talking about the one, the only Airwolf, Ernest Borgnine's Airwolf. <laughs> I like how you're like Ernest Borgnine's Airwolf. You just ignore Jan Mankel Vincent like everyone else, just like the rest of the world. <laughs> Hey man, you ain't gonna get no complaints about me and Airwolf uh, straight up. You know what I mean? It's, it's so good. It was ruled. Airwolf it was ruled. the best, and the the theme song is something that I think about yearly uh, since then. Uh, you know, it's the reason it's just not higher on the list is just there are some heavy hitters coming, <laughs> but uh, this is uh, it was uh, it was a real. It's just a delightful. I love it. I love it. Better than I, the I, show. I, I mean, I remember like Evil Airwolf, which was piloted by David Carradine. Yep. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you know that that showed me we go we go deep for sure, yep. for sure. Had it's, like an eye patch, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> like, exactly. What this deal is? You're just like, what's you doing? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I remember, I there's like a patch. scene in the intro because I watched the intro just to like you know kind of reaffirm. I watched the intro to all of these just to to make sure that I wasn't like you know misremembering it. But uh, there's a part where he like has to like lean around a wall like all the all the way because 
his one of his eyes is not uh, there or is disabled in some way. And it's just like, why did you put this in the intro? <laughs> just like he looks like this is this is how you get shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe, I believe he didn't always have the eye patch. Okay, was that I, a later I, season? I, I think like it happened, like you know, maybe like episode four or something. A if real, I, a real serious chicken accident. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, a weird aside to this show. Um, uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Uh, from Breaking Bad fame, he was on the show. This is what, the show where he met his wife. Oh, on on Airwolf. Airwolf. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. On Airwolf, yeah. Wow. Well, that's a that is a fun little piece of trivia. I remember him uh, on Murder She Wrote, but he was kind of a prolific TV star back then, which a lot of I mean, a lot of people think of him from Malcolm in the Middle, I think. But I mean, shit, that motherfucker was on. Um, he was even on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, he was up in <laughs> the movie. <laughs> was he also on the TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was in the TV show. Well, he is—he's Zordon in the in the movie. That I know that for sure. Well, no, I think he was just like like not. I forget one of Rita's. He plays one of the putties. No, yeah, he's putty number three. <laughs> Meth. What? <laughs> What's that putty? I'm saying? the one who knocks. <laughs> what the hell? Damn, what a good show. Anyway, all right, good choice. Airwolf, number seven for you, right? That's right, but what's your number seven? Well, my number seven was, you know, it would always, it asked a great question, and I think I just had to follow it up, because whatever happened to predictability, <laughs> the Milkman, the Paperboy, evening TV. Oh. Uh, you know, everywhere you look, Everywhere you go, there's a heart. There's a heart. A hand to hold on to. My number seven, Full House. Hell yeah, that's cool. <laughs> nice Boom. one. That's like this one, I'm going to tell you right now. This was, it was Full House or Family Ties because that's a tough I, one. I love both of them, but Full House, I think the message was like, for a TV show theme song, like if you read the full thing, you're like, damn, this is pretty deep and a lot more encouraging than I thought. And I felt like I really needed that in my life. Um, <laughs> Plus, like, you must have been like, hey, I know that place and that Hell place too. But just in the intro, <laughs> the rest was well, on soundstage I mean, in Burbank. I, I used to live right across the street from the park where they filmed that. I remember that they sent notices to all the apartments like hey we're filming a tv show so stay the fuck out of the park <laughs> we, we got we got dave coulier on the grass you know? <laughs> he has to he has to notice the cameras there and smile he can't be looking at your ugly mugs you know and it was just one of those things that you could go up and kind of peek over so yeah seeing the painted ladies and all that stuff and then when they'd show their house you'd be like Oh, their house was right there. I'm like, no, it wasn't. That thing was like half on the other side of the city. It it was. They didn't live in one of the painted ladies. I mean, he was a you know sportscaster for the news. He didn't have painted ladies money. Not yeah. even then. <laughs> well, I mean, the one realistic part: three roommates, right? Uh, fair enough. Yeah, and, <laughs> and tax credits, right? Yep. Like, dude had three kids. And oh then, yeah. <laughs> 
he's getting somewhere. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense about them being able to afford that gigantic house. Yeah, because there's no way. Like, I don't care what Uncle Jesse was doing. Like, his band might have been a little popular, and he might have known a Beach Boy. But that ain't like painted ladies buying money. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even no, back then. No. Ah, come on, like maybe he's a few blocks down. Like you know, you live over there, get an apartment, you know, something. But he, he didn't have like, especially like basement painted ladies living. But nah, he didn't have none of that. Nah, that none of that. But in terms of theme songs, it always brings a smile to my face. I watch the show religiously, so it it had to be in my top ten. I could not not have it be in my top ten. So That's Full awesome. House is my number seven. Number seven, Full House. That's fantastic. But what about your number six, John? Well, my number six is, you know, look at what happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly, I'm on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. My number six is the greatest American hero. Wow, brilliant choice. I, I mean, he was so silly. But the theme song is so memorable and encouraging. It's so catchy. And, you know, like, I mean, his outfit was just silly as shit. You know, and it had, you know, I mean, it was just, I mean, the dude literally had an alien spacesuit that had all these superpowers in it. And he lost the instruction booklet. (laughs) Yep, that's the premise, (laughs) folks. So... (laughs) So he couldn't, didn't know how to use them. So he just would crash everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to 80s television. I mean, this is like 1981. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was the silliest damn premise. I think there was one episode where he like learned how to use the suit and he was a badass and that was cool. But I'm glad, you know, it reverted back. Um, I don't really know what's up with the logo. Um, yeah, but I'm, uh, but I'm, (laughs) but I love the theme song and I really enjoyed it. And every time it came on, it would put a smile on my face. So my number six is greatest American hero. Great choice. Um, believe it or not, George isn't at home. That's a little. Seinfeld reference for you. Um, but uh, uh, that show came out in the 90s. Thank you. Uh, yeah, right. That's why it's not. <sighs> that's why that amazing theme song to Seinfeld isn't on here. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, the weird aside. I was like, when I was talking to my wife uh-huh. about this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> good, right. Good reference. Yeah, good. Right. That's timely, right? <laughs> yep. Because you know, every time you don't mention your wife by name, and you go my wife, you automatically think of that. I know you do because everyone I know does that. Anyway, okay. everyone yeah. I know is married. Anyway, whatever. Fair I enough. was thinking about it, I was like, it was the '90s. It'd be a lot easier because there are almost to me '90s TV almost no memorable like theme songs. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to dig into it, but I, I mean, just just off the top of the old dome, I think you're right about that. Right, like you'd be like, yeah, that Seinfeld theme. So that's a like, I mean, what Friends, you know, whatever. Anyway, Friends was really big when it came out. I mean, yeah, but I don't like it. But the clapping and they got umbrellas. I mean, come on, get out of town. Yep, 
<laughs> that's uh, that fountain is outside of the universal lot. Um, oh, all right. Well, I think what's I don't fucking know, but uh, it's somewhere down there. But uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, well, I show I told you my number six. I bared my soul. Okay. But what right. is your number mm. six? Okay, well, I feel like this is going to be controversial, but listen, this one, like as we said, this all the ones on this list are winners, and this one for me just got bumped out of the top five because there are just songs I like better in the top five. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, still good. So number six is Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Cheers. That's right. Uh, I, you know, it's a, uh, it's a funny show. I liked what a lot of those jokes went over my head when I was a kid, but, uh, you know, uh, I thought Ted Danson was cool. <laughs> it's uh, watched a lot of Ted Danson uh, movies when I was growing up. So there you go. Cheers, where everyone knows your name, and they're always glad that you game. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm not going to complain. It's a, it is a theme song. Yeah, but well, now we are into the top five. That's right. What everyone's been waiting for. We've got sound clips for this one. So, John, without further ado, will you hit my top five song? All right. I, I, I listed them. I put them. I have not heard them. So, here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, um, whatever what? happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. That's there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Great That's choice. That's right. Thank you very much. That's, now you can see why I was so excited to see your, uh, to see this one make an appearance on your list. Number five, Full House. Uh, you know, it was just one of the, I loved watching the show when I was a kid. And the guess what the theme song means that the show is about to be on. So, of course, I love the theme song, too. Yep. And, you know, it started. I lived in uh, the Bay Area for a really long time. And this show is why. <laughs> it's partially at least why. Uh, you know, I didn't know that it's filming up there. But I was like, oh, my God. San Francisco is so magical. <laughs> Whatever happened to the poop on the street? Yep. Oh, it's right over there. <laughs> it's got on my sheets. Yep. Do -do. That's right. Uh, Everywhere so. you, look, you look, there's somebody <laughs> taking a duke now. Yeah. <laughs> Who can't afford to live here anymore. <laughs> it's a sad affair. Because it used to be a lot of <laughs> counterculture people, but now they all own Teslas and want you to leave the neighborhood. Uh, it's, it's sad because it's true. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. It's a full house, uh, great theme song, and my number five. But let's not d dilly dally. What's your number five, John? So my number five is Man, Machine, Street Hawk. Oh shit. Mm, shit. This fucking box, yes, dude. This rules. Here we go. It's like revving of a motorcycle, too. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. That's so red. 
fucking street hawk. Fucking, oh my God, street hawk. You know, we grew up, we grew up in a magical time for us, let me tell you. You know why? Because <laughs> of street hawk? Because of fucking street hawk. You no, know, we grew up in a time where there were sentient cars, sure. amazing helicopters, and a one person crime fighting motorcycle that could fly like a hurricane if it boosted its jets. It had missiles, it could go 300 miles per hour. The name of the guy who piloted Street Hawk was, his name was Jesse Mock. <laughs> I, I fucking That's love writing right there. I love this show. Like if I could, I, I would never get a license to drive a motorcycle, but if I could find one of the street hacks, <laughs> I would own it just because of how much I love the bike, the show. Like, at like 1, at 1 a.m. you take it out onto the, in front of your house and pretend like you're driving it. <laughs> Oh shit, the kickstand came loose. <laughs> like, I mean, this show featured a young uh, George Clooney was originally supposed to be Jesse Mock, but they thought he couldn't do it. So Jesse Mock was still played by Rex Biv. And it had Joe Rigalbudo, if you ever watched uh, Murphy Brown or any of that. Uh -huh. Boom. The, the worst, best part about this show only 13 episodes oh that's a but shame but the fucking theme song is a killer and i love it and i've never heard it before in my entire life and i st i like it too it, it's like the ultimate high tech crime fighter and i'm looking god damn it, it would jump out of a, a building that had like oh my god so cool so cool <laughs> Anyway, Street Hawk, <laughs> my right. number, my number well, five. Well, tell us your number four. What could possibly follow that? Well, like I said, we grew up in a wonderful time. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A team. <laughs> Fucking the A team. Yeah. Oh my God. That's like, a good one. Holy shit. That was my show. Every time I was waiting for the montage for them to build something that wouldn't hurt anybody. <laughs> or 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 them diving while shooting AKs, because you know that was the thing to do in the eighties. Sure, it was the um, style of the time. Yeah, exactly. It was like, you know, I would have never placed it, but they were kind of like like the seven samurai or the magnificent seven, but we lose three of them. And it was just four. But like, I mean, you know, you got, you got fucking Hannibal smoking cigars, making them look cool. Always wearing, you know, always willing to dress in disguises. You had Dirk Benedict as face man, or I called him face. Cause face man was stupid. Yep. Um, you had Dwight Schultz's, Howling Mad Murdoch. This dude was crazy. They always had to break him out of places. Uh, quote unquote crazy. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna project onto him. But they always had to break him out to fly things. And then they always had the drug Mr. T, known as B. A. Baracus, 
because he was afraid of flying with that crazy fool. <laughs> I dressed up like Mr. T from this show one Halloween. Every time it came on, you know, my uh, little took us was running through the house because I knew I was about to have an hour of fun time. So the A team easy when we get into the later seasons when they're working for the man yeah <laughs> loses some of his char loses it's like Hannibal he used to be cool <laughs> so that's well, my number yeah. four very cool very cool um yeah if you want to check out uh what Hal and Mad Murdoch is up to these days I'd say, yeah, look what uh, Dwight Schultz is up to and his opinions. You know, make your own judgment. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> but, nope. John, He's only howling mad, Murdoch. That's all I need to know. I'm not looking up anything. And Lieutenant Barclay from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. But, uh, well, and I Voyager. Mean, you know. Yeah, both shows I don't really like. Well, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, uh, John, will you hit us with uh, my number four? All right, here we go. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> he is in Hawaii. His car's cool. good i'm glad to hear it i'm I glad love to hear that it. that theme song sounds so cool it is so good <laughs> and you know obviously you know it's part of that is because it's tom Selleck in a, a awesome car in hawaii uh while it's playing this thing is playing but it's just like wow doesn't that just make you want to just get up and do something cool yeah yeah, like that was that was the problem. Magnum PI made me want to do too many damn things. Yeah, and all I did was buy Hawaiian shirts and grow a mustache. Then I immediately grew back my goatee because I was like, I can't rock a stash like <laughs> the Selic. Yeah, I've I've been kind of like grandfathered in, no pun intended, into a, having a kind of a prominent mustache because it's still kind of dark and everything else is turning gray. So it's just like when you see me from far away, it's just like. I look like I have a big old mustache. <laughs> I got a big, big old caterpillar on I'm my I'm a lip. rough looking individual. Let's just say that. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, what else can be said? It's Magnum P.I. was awesome and the theme song of Freaking Rules. But now, uh, you go ahead. Yeah. No, I, uh, that's your number four. Yeah. What, what, what's the, should I just press number three? Well, we're in the top three now. Uh, as I like to say, we're in the end game now, Tony. <laughs> Wait, do I say that as number one? And anyway, who cares? <laughs> no one listens to the show. Um, yeah, let's hit us with my number three. All right, here we go. <laughs> I could have just waited to this then. Yep. Okay, what happened to me?
<laughs> That's Damn. right. I had I was going I I I'd have been in trouble because I'd have just let that shit yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like let's just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, let's uh, just who are you, greatest American hero walk. <laughs> let's just listen. In. It's just such a. I didn't even care for the show. To be totally honest, I was like, "This guy sucks." <laughs> Learn how to use your suit. I hate this premise. It's like because I always hated that kind of like the the premise where it's just like uh, we're gonna have one thing we're sort of dangling out like in front of the audience like a carrot, and we're just never mm-hmm. gonna give it to him. Just like you know, we'll just let Roadrunner. Or just let Wiley Coyote catch Roadrunner once. Just go behind a rock and have a bunch of feathers pop up. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to see him win once. This is infuriating that it never changes. And it's kind of the same with The Greatest American Hero. But it doesn't matter because the theme song uh, undeniably rules. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But but yeah. let's let's hear some more cool music. John, hit us with your number three. So I'm going to tell you right now, I know my my... Uh, number three, number two, number one's gonna be very controversial. Oh, I can't wait! Finally, it's not me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm prepared for this. This oh, no. is my, my number. My number one's gonna people are gonna be mad at me. But go ahead, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this is. Uh, I mean, it's probably next generation. Uh, that's my guess. Uh, but uh, my number three is <laughs> whatever. So crazy! What a crazy idea that is. Anyway, uh, go. <laughs> that means I did it, folks. I figured it out. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, I mean, go ahead. My number three is. Flight mm. rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. I mean, if that didn't get you pumped for whatever the show was going to be about, I don't know what it was. Cool car, <laughs> cool looking dude, uh, questionable hamburger choice later in life. Uh, <laughs> but I I love Knight Rider. I love the show. Um, I wasn't a fan when they switched out the Trans Am for the newer Trans Am with the laser and stuff. Yeah. But, but like... Night Rider, that you know, that theme is. I mean, shit. Moby covered it. If Moby covered it, that means it's gold. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair enough. I. Uh, but, it's a great theme song. I took it. I had it in my list. I took it out because I felt like it was more of like a spoken word poem. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because it's no, like I hear you. It's like that. That backbeat doesn't really go anywhere else. And it's just the guy's like, "Hey, this this is the premise of the show." <laughs> I, it's one of those things where I was just like, "It's easy on my list," you know. Like it was, yeah, it, I hear you. my one through five was easy, but then I was like, "Oh, these are a little too, uh, a little too, uh, you know, too close to home," and trying to figure it all out. But like with Night Rider, it's just like. You know, like it was again, it was for me. I, I thought about it in terms of like ones that I would listen to just to listen to it, and then more importantly, like what was appointment television for me when Knight Rider was on? We were watching Knight Rider, so you know, dinner, 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 it's just <laughs> like burned in my brain. Awesome. Well, I guess that leaves us number two. That must be burned in your brain as well. Why don't you hit us with your number two? Well, I will. Oh, shit. There we go. 
I fucking love Airwolf. It's the best the theme. Is, it is one of the best themes of all time. It's like what they should have done for Night Rider. <laughs> I mean, it could have could have helped bolster Night Rider for sure. But that is why Night Rider was my number three. Yeah, I got it. And you. Airwolf was my number two. Just because, for all the reasons why you call it out, it's why I know so much Airwolf trivia. It's not because I'm sitting here going like, one day someone's going to ask me, where did Brian Cranston meet his wife? <laughs> and uh, I'm going to have to remember that it was an episode of Airwolf. Uh, I believe episode three, you know, episode 37. Uh, yeah. No, it's just like, fucking when it came on, it was there. Fucking Airwolf, so fucking cool. It was the coolest helicopter. It flew fucking fast. It had the fucking starburst bombs out of the... Oh, I just love it. So, yeah, when it was on your list, I was like, yeah! And I was like, cool, you're going to get to hear it a little bit later, <laughs> for awesome. sure. So, yeah, Airwolf's my number two. That's so cool, man. I love uh, I love that, that that's your number two. And I just, like, what's so cool about that theme song is that, like, when you think it's, like, reached its crescendo and it has no more left to give you, it just kicks it. It's like, no, there's more, Airwolf! <laughs> You understand this is a fucking fast-ass helicopter. You know what I mean? The action's gonna be intense. <coughs> this a... Ernest Borgnine vehicle is... It's gonna take off. Everyone's gonna love Airwolf. <laughs> Him running in the intro is so good. Like, everyone's super badass, but he's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Just, I mean, look it up if, you don't, if you're not familiar, but... Yeah. Uh, he's great, and he's uh, great at it. Airwolf number two, fantastic. All right, well, now... We have your number two. All right, let's just do it. Hit at me with our, my number two. Thank, Thank you, you for being a friend. friend. Travel down, down the road and back, back again. again. Your heart is, is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, you, what? That's right. What? What butchered version was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the Internet Archive is where I found that weird version of that thing. But either way, uh, what other theme song can you just, like, bust out at a place where somebody, you know, as long as you're surrounded by people with, like, relatively within a span of time, let's just say, and everyone's going to know the lyrics or most of the lyrics. It's Golden Girls, just one of the best theme songs of all time. I hear you. I hear you. Not don't even, make not them even... like they used to in shows or theme songs. Oh, definitely not. They're they're yeah. I agree with you. Oh, you know what? You. Real quick tangent though. Thinking about '90s theme song, "Living Single." We already talked about it on the the pod, but that was a that was a great theme song. That's right. Single. It's a. Life. <laughs> I'm not saying they don't exist, but one, Living Singles was early 90s, yeah, that's right? True. Like, it was that transitional period. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff, like, Full House is, like, late 80s, There's the, around the same time period. Yeah, Full House was 87. Seven. 
is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I figured before we go to our ones, mm-hmm. do you want to just list off a couple honorable mentions? I don't know if you have a little list handy. Oh, you know, I deleted my list. I should have thought of that. Why don't you get us with yours? I just, uh, just a couple uh, for me that was really tough. Uh, Perfect Strangers was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, without us, Family Ties. Cheers, Miami Vice. And then. This one's going to seem weird, but I, I absolutely love it. Was uh, Night Court and Mama's Family. Yeah, I had every one of those that you had on your list, as well as, uh, um, as well as, I think one of the other ones you mentioned that I didn't have on my list, uh, including Night, Night Court, but did not have Mama's Family. Oh, yeah, no, Mama's Family just reminded me of my family. <laughs> well, you know, take it for what it is. There you go. Yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, this is it. This is the, this is it. These are our tops. Yep. The, the, these are the, the greatest, who what we think are the greatest theme songs of the 80s. For live TV shows, we gotta get very specific very quick. Yep. <laughs> Here's your number one. Hey, here comes Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it. This is, uh, I mean, just listen to this majesty. Space. It's a place outside. You know it. It's in. It's. It's got. There's a lot of. <laughs> no, you can't fall asleep during my theme song. <clears throat> How dare you do this to Jerry Gold Smith? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I had to push. Pot. It was putting me to sleep. Yeah, yeah, no, I could, uh, uh, really, that's shocking. I couldn't hear the super loud story over my theme that you just Oh, that did. came through? Oh, I thought I pushed mute, my bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so when's the music kick in? Uh, <laughs> that's, mu- that's all music. Oh, was it? I thought that was Space Wells or something. Listen, Jerry Goldsmith and Alexander Courage created an incredible, iconic theme song that is, in my opinion, yet to be matched in the halls of Star Trekdom. And uh, it, it's, I mean, it takes the original that had some of that like funky theremin esque <coughs> '60s sci-fi business, and uh, it makes it into like a timeless orchestral wonder about space exploration star trek the next generation is a fantastic show and it has uh, an incredible theme song and i mm-hmm. uh, i can't tell you how glad i was when i realized that it came out in 1987 because i always mm-hmm. associated that show with the 90s i knew that i knew that was gonna be your number one because mm. i was just like how's he gonna ruin his list <laughs> I was like, oh, he, he's gonna, he just, he's just gonna put next gen on there. Well, it's like I was just like, they just stole the theme from the original series and made it slower and not interesting. No, <laughs> that's not at all what happened. They're two very different pieces of music. I that theme song's the Coca Cola bite of 
Star Trek. How dare you? I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's great. Maybe that's a huge compliment, but I will never know because I'm not paying $14 for that four box. I'm going to pay $14 just to insult that. Yeah. Ooh, that's like okay. $5 a can. I mean, I'm going to drink the shit out of a can. That better, <laughs> I'm going to cut the can down the side. I'm getting every drop. It better also have peyote in it. I, need to, I better take a spiritual journey in which I learn more about myself. That'd be the one way I'd like that theme more. Okay. If I was on peyote. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What's your number one there, wise guy? Well, my number one is. Thank you for being a friend. Damn it. Down Can't say anything bad about this one. <laughs> your heart is true. You're a Brooklyn <laughs> And if I threw a party. Invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be for me, and the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. Also, next generation do, do, sucks. Why'd you put that on a card? Oh, yeah. Next generation's theme song <laughs> isn't very memorable at what? all. They stole a song That's from 97.7 Long <laughs> and changed it up a bit, but that's all they did. I really like do, your do, creative do. rhyming scheme. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's yeah. why that's why you're, you have such better taste than I do, is that, I mean, we well, demonstrated you just, it here on the pod. You just kind of hoof it. You, you, you had a, such a stellar 10 through... 10 through 2 that I was just like man this is a masterpiece and then all of a sudden he's like well next generation and I'm like well dramamine of a theme song like when I would hear the next gen theme song I knew to change the channel <laughs> it, it, it was mashed to me or like you know like any of those shows when you knew TV was over for you like when you'd hear the LA uh, law theme song you're like oh, this is this isn't a show for john i'm over here now yeah or I did you have know that. beauty and the beast that <laughs> <laughs> did have that uh i had that relationship with mash for uh, for sure i was like i don't want to know don't tell me suicide is painless what a weird song yeah why is this a, why is this a theme song why are they making light of war i don't understand why is there a laugh track <laughs> and then, you know and then same thing. Next gen, I'd hear it on. I was like, oh, time to change the channel. 44 is done for an hour. I'll come back to when Oopin is on. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> cool take on Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a fine. It's a fine. Um, yeah, it's a theme song. It certainly is. Well, I hope that wherever you are out there, if you're, you've been following along... Uh, at home and uh, tell us about it. We've got Discord, so tell us about it. Post your 1 through 10 and then we will make fun of it. <laughs> or, or we'll agree with it. I mean, really. You already know I mean, what what cards we're holding. I mean, I mean, I won't say much, but I think I have a virtually a perfect hand here. Like, placement on some of these like you know maybe some people are like 227 whatever i'm like no nah, this fucking song slaps but <laughs> well 
you know, and uh, and I mean, look, Forrest was running the gambit. I was really rooting for him until it was <laughs> like, oh, my number one's going to be controversial. I was like, fuck, it's next gen. I know it. I know it is. I know it in my heart of heart. Well, this is like C-SPAN in space. I mean, fair enough. But I, I, I was saying it would be controversial because I knew the room, let's just say. I think with a certain uh, with a certain type of fan, it, it certainly would not be controversial. But I knew I knew the room, and I knew that this would be mercilessly uh, taken to task for such a thing. But you gotta you gotta be you, right? Hey, that's it, man. You know, wear wear it proud, man. Wear if it you, loud. Wear it proud. Yeah, yeah. If you if that's if that's the hill. God bless you. I, I, I mean, mean, I listen to Star Trek opening themes just for fun. So that's where I'm coming at it from. Ooh, damn. You know you can just take a probiotic, right? <laughs> you know, if, no, if Deep Space Nine... Biome. If Deep, or actually, if Voyager or Deep Space Nine had come out before Next Generation, they would probably be on this list maybe higher. I, I might like the Deep Space Nine... Uh, theme more, but maybe that's I'm just my opinion is uh, being swayed, yeah. swayed by the fact that the show is is better. I, you know, that's a really it's interesting. I don't like Voyager, so I know I don't like Voyager's theme song. I love Deep Space Nine, but I can't tell you that theme song. And you know what? To be fair, next gen, it did take the the original song a little bit, and you know, and made it less funky and more uh, regal. And that was kind of befitting of the cast and crew of that show. So I'll give it that. Uh, definitely better than Voyagers and Enterprises theme song. Enterprises theme song I thought was a joke. Well, that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, is this like a Starship Trooper style in universe commercial? It's yeah, been a long road. You're like, oh, what yeah, is this? Oh, what? They, wow, they, they got a Bon Jovi sound like. Yeah, like Flan Bovi or something like that. Yep, Flan Bovi, the classic. <laughs> <laughs> Java Jovi uh, sound like uh, you know the one thing I like about the Voyager theme is that it ends with this uh, series of notes that go da 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 da, and every time it ends, I go, "That's the name of the show," because it's right after the Voyager text comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I'll tell you, I'll let you in on the, because I've made an entire, I've made lyrics for the entirety of the Voyager song because it ends like that. Um, and uh, someday I'll write those down and share those, but. Uh, I'm waiting for that. Yeah, that'll, that's not today. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little late, but you know, whatever. Look, you guys already got a whole episode, all right? Don't be selfish. <laughs> Uh, you thought I was going to go back to the Hyundai Daily City character, didn't you? I can, I can hear your thoughts out there. Guess You're what? like, you got range, people. You know what I mean. I don't just do the one character that I invented that I'm obviously in love with. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's cool. I like him. My, my worries, you know, like for me, I, I, I always want to go back to 
like baby terminator sure i mean but uh, <laughs> i mean bad tv went back to like the same five uh sketches like it seems like for a decade oh man now that's a way to bring me back <laughs> i have not thought about mad tv uh in a long time yes. it's been a long time <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Well, I think that's it. I think this is the fact that we're talking about the Enterprise theme song means that the episode is over. I think that's that's how they Fair. can tell when it's closing time at a bar. They just hear Enterprise <laughs> brought up. You know, I would fucking play that to get people out of my bar. Oh yeah, that'd be my closing song. We're like, oh, he's playing the Enterprise song. I gotta go. Here's the thing, though. It, you then have you run the risk of attracting a bacula, and I. You don't, just like a Dracula, you don't want a Bacula haunting your, your bar. No, that's true. You'd just be leaping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Don't want a Bacula, mm-hmm. don't want a Dracula. If you take two <laughs> things away from this episode, <laughs> let those be the lessons that we've imparted upon you today. Uh, but uh, we're all out of lessons. We're all out of theme songs. We're all out of clips. So that means one thing. And that's the end of the show and the beginning, because every ending is a new beginning. And the new beginning is, of course, the acknowledgments. And up first is the fact that we would like to thank very much Bert M6 for creating our incredible theme song. If you'd like to uh, reach out to him for to have to make some amazing music for you, you can do that. The link to his Fiverr page is in the show notes. And of course, uh, you can help. You can donate your hard-earned bucks, and ex- in exchange for some branded merch that will go directly into the production of this show. That's also in the Pico links. Check our show notes for that too. And of course, there's all the socials. You can get involved in the conversation, as I mentioned earlier. If you go to that Pico link, I can offer you a four things. A number one. Well. The Discord. That's right. That's right. Free of charge to you, you can join our exclusive Discord club and become a direct part of the conversation. The Discord, a quote from the Discord was mentioned on this very show last episode or the episode before. Uh, But uh, that's the sort of direct impact that you can have on this show that obviously, because you're listening, you love so much. Uh, in addition to that, we also have Instagram and Twitter at the Pop Saga. Follow us there for fun album art and other updates in the future. I don't know, maybe who knows? It, it could be used for anything. And uh, mm-hmm. if you'd like to, you know, maybe you're shy, maybe you don't like uh, joining a mysterious uh, server on Discord with a lot of cool people. Well, I mean, you, the, all the super fans are there. All, I mean, if you're a super fan, you owe it your, to yourself to join the Discord. But let's just say you got, you're saying, no way, I don't like interacting with people. Then in that case, you can email us. And I forgot what the thing I was supposed to say <laughs> was here. Uh, just because I said I would say it the same uh, last time. Let's go back to the old uh, Discord. I'm referencing the Discord right now, by the way. To just plug the Discord again. So just, I'm looking at it right now. So just so you know, when you're in the future listening to this, I looked at it in the past. Anyway, 
you can send email to thepopsaga at gmail.com. Thank you, Superfan Chad, for that uh, quote that I could say, um, even though I still flubbed it this time. Uh, you know, it's all the part of the, the, the intricate woven textile that is this uh, impeccably produced program. And uh, as we like to say at the end of every episode, uh, wherever you are, however you choose to listen to us, we hope that you are feeling happy and you are feeling healthy. And we'll be back at you next week with a brand new show. Remember, folks, thank you for being a friend, traveling down the road with us and back again. Your hearts are true. You're all pals and a confidant. Well, maybe pals. Confidants a stretch. <laughs> well, some of you, yeah. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. I ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh, yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga.